we are developing students for the industry, career technical education, so that they become our replacements. These young people have chosen this opportunity to get a jump start on their career. They'll have a better idea uh, about what they want to do and what they're good at by the time they leave high school. There's some great opportunities for these students that are coming out of the career and technical programs from Henrico County. Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of Henrico CTE Now. I'm Rashawn Garnett, and with me I have... Mike Roberts. Mike Roberts, and today we are, again, playing from home, something we don't get to do... Not that often. Uh, very often, but you guys will hear that that's something that we're going to do for the next couple episodes, so enjoy uh, the home games, guys. Got another special guest here for you today, but before we get to them, we have got to remind you to check us out on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, at Henrico CTE. Also, the website, HenricoCTE.com. Mike, tell them where they can find the podcast. Uh, you can find it on our host, which is Anchor.com. Also, Spotify, Apple, Google, and all of the major uh, podcast venues out there right now. I'm struggling to come back from vacation, huh, Mike? Just a little bit. Oh, come on. <laughs> me too, man. You've talked to me already. Me one. too, You know man. this is hard. Me too, man. <laughs> you know, I don't drink coffee, but I might have to start. Yeah. I really might have to start. <laughs> I'll get my bubbly Coca-Cola over here. Yeah, yeah. Kick me back in gear. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get back into the flow of things. But um, nonetheless, nonetheless, okay, got a special guest here for you today. And remember, all those podcasts being used, Spotify, Apple Music, all that good stuff. But today, we have Miss Angela Stewart here with us inside of the CTE offices. And uh, she is the Education Specialist of Staff Development. I think I said that right. Is it of Staff Development? How do I, how do I say it? That's how the that's email okay. says it. That's no, how the email right. says it. Professional, <laughs> professional Learning and Leadership is our department. Oh, Professional Learning and Leadership. Okay, thank you. Same thing, though. Same thing. Same thing. Okay. All right. And uh, today, you're here to talk to us a, a little bit about... Uh, uh, making teachers like the teacher factory. <laughs> um, but first, I want I want you to take us kind of down your career path. How did you get to where you are today? Ever since I can remember, I've wanted to be a teacher. I've just always enjoyed seeing the light bulbs go off um, in children. And I, as I've recently found out in the last um, 10 years, I enjoy the light bulbs in adults just as much. It's a lot of fun to expose people to new ideas and stretch their thinking a little bit. Um, so I started as an elementary teacher and realized that I didn't have the tools I needed to really appropriately teach the children in the urban centers where I was teaching for reading instruction. So I went and uh, back to school and got a master's degree in reading to be able to support that work. And just through opportunities, um, became a reading teacher specifically for K K-5. And then um, had an opportunity to serve as an instructional coach and did that for about 10 years. Switched over to project-based learning, which is very familiar in the CTE world in terms of having a purpose for doing something very relevant and learning along the way. And so that was really exciting to me and coached that for a while. Um, and then had the opportunity to switch into professional learning where I got to not only teach new teachers, but also support veteran teachers in the work that they wanted to do and support their career paths. And so now I'm working in professional learning and leadership and able to support teacher leadership and advocate for opportunities for teachers to continue their careers in lots of different ways. And this program with CTE is one of those opportunities that I'm really excited to be part of. And, you know, teachers are very, very important to the community in general, Mike. I oh, think, my gosh. You know, all of us have had teachers uh, and even teachers who've, who left uh, huge impacts uh, on our lives for years and years to come. One teacher that comes to mind for me is Ms. Murph, who was my fourth grade teacher. 
who I still remember to this day. And I actually saw her at a gas station. Oh, wow. Uh, of all places. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she still looks the same. She still looks the same. But on the topic of CTE teachers, we are a CTE podcast. They present a, a different type of experience when coming to the educational field. So talk about what it's like bringing CTE teachers aboard. I think it's really exciting because, as I mentioned before, that relevance to real life is so prevalent in the work that they do and in their experiences in you know, the life of the, the world of work, I guess you could say. Right. Um, and so when they come into a classroom, they bring a lot of experiences that maybe some of us who weren't in the outside world, outside of education have had. And that's really exciting. Um, and they come in being able to give a real reason for why they're teaching the things they're teaching to the kids. And that's really powerful and impactful. We know that's an important piece of learning for, you know, K through gray, really. Um, just making sure that people understand the purpose of their learning and that really motivates them to do m more work in that arena. Um, and they, you know, CTE teachers come in too sometimes with a little bit of a challenge because they haven't had maybe the amount of time in a classroom before being released out into the wild, so to speak. Right. Um, and so that's that's one piece that we get to support them in and just kind of help them form that those practices for working with students. It's a little different than working with adults out in the real world. Right. And that's why this, mentor, this mentorship program is, is so important in itself, right? I mean, you know, it's important for, I don't want to say regular teachers, but your standard teacher, but especially for CTE teachers who definitely, who might, may not have gone to school to actually learn how to teach and deal with, deal with children. And being a teacher, man, that's a, that's a special task, I'll tell you that. <laughs> it is. And a lot of times you come, CTE teachers will come in and say like, whoa, this isn't quite what I, this is a little different than I thought. And you know, I need a little bit of, you know, practice over here. And they do, they really are fantastic. Super exciting to have them on the team, so to speak. So, Can you give any examples of things that uh, you have to help uh, those teachers with? Because, I mean, they're coming from the business world or, you know, not necessarily academia. So what is it that they're specifically are looking for or, or their needs are compared to someone who just came out of college who's gone, their whole purpose was to become a teacher. Because mm -hmm. many times, it's this is decades after they started working that they've decided to switch careers and bring their knowledge you know, to the CTE world and, and, and their desire to help kids and teach them what you know they have learned. Mm -hmm. what, what are the, some of the things that they, have, they need? Um, one thing that is actually true about any teacher coming into the field, but specifically if you're switching from one area to another into education is all of the acronyms we have and all of the special <laughs> education things that we have in place for students to support the work that they do. And that is a really big place where we don't necessarily, even in teacher prep programs, have as much support maybe as we could in the university and college levels. But for CTE teachers, so helping them to just acclimate to that and, and what all those components look like in the classroom. But a lot of them are looking for ways to just motivate and to um, really impact the classroom management work that they're doing because I can think of an example not in the last couple of years but one, one um, CTE teacher who came in from the military and as you can imagine, the military is a little bit different when you're coming yeah, in. Much more structured. <laughs> yes, yeah, from, from that than the classroom. So it's just a different experience in shifting how that, you know, how that approach looks. Because just because we ask you to do something doesn't mean that it's always going to happen right off the bat. And so that's just, you know, learning how to structure it in a way that is appropriate for kids, but also just, you know, understanding how to make that smooth transition in. That's, that's a place where we need a lot of support. And in Henrico, we have, with this program that uh, Mac has kind of created and that I've been trying to support for him with him. Um, we have mentors 
in the buildings for the teachers that are coming in, the CTE teachers, to help them with those kinds of things, classroom management pieces, but also different, you know, assimilation into the culture of the schools. But then the CTE mentors that we've provided to them or that Mac has Mac um, connected them with really support the specific things that the CTE teachers are doing because a lot of them are alone in a school for the topic that they're teaching. And right. it's really hard, especially if you're brand new in it, um, to really be able to bridge that and, and be able to support yourself, really, because a, a mentor that's not working in a CTE area isn't going to be able to give you the answers that you think you need. And so, so it's nice to kind of crisscross across the division and help out. Right. It's a different type of experience that you're going to be getting. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, how do, how do you guys go about selecting teachers for the mentorship programs? Well, for the, the regular mentoring that I was talking about in the, in the school building, um, those mentors are selected by what we call a mentor coordinator. We have one in each building, and it's a teacher with an extended stipend so that they're allowed to have a little bit more work time outside of the regular day. And they work with the principal to select the appropriate mentors for each teacher in the building, inclusive of CTE and everybody else. With the CTE mentor program, that was something that we collaborated. Actually, um, Mac Beaton, the director, helped us to decide which mentors might be great to support the specific areas that were coming in as new teachers for CTE. And they're supposed to be working with those folks for at least two years. And that's as per the Virginia Department of Education requirements for new teachers coming in. Um, and most times they do. They, they will just, you know, connect in for two years. Once you connect with somebody, you right. kind of yeah, get, get that community. That system, right? <laughs> sure, sure. So I think that that's, that's the intention for the CTE mentor and for the building level mentor. And usually it works out pretty well. And they really appreciate having that support. And it's not just planning and sitting and listening to things. It's sometimes it's therapy. I mean, sometimes it's just walking through and just letting somebody hear you and hear what you have to say and then moving on. So what are some of the effects you have you seen you know this program on te- like some of the positive effects this program has had on some of the teachers who've been through it and also some of the mentors i'm sure the men- mentors have some pretty good takeaways from it too some of the more some of the most exciting experiences that i've heard about are the mentors that are walking away saying like wow i learned i think maybe just as much as my new teacher did because <laughs> we're sharing ideas right like especially if you've even if you're NCTE in one area and you come in from outside of you know, new, you've been in, let's say one person, the mentor has been teaching for five years and the new teacher comes in fresh out of the, you know, area off the, hot off the press, if so to speak. And they, they're sharing things that maybe weren't in place before the other, the mentor came into education from where they were. So that's kind of cool when they can share back and forth across the line and really grow everybody at the same time. Um, With new teachers, especially at the end of this year, we had a little, uh, Mac organized a little gathering, um, sort of a celebration gathering at the end of the year, just for fun to have people together and talk and, you know, to kind of debrief the year and just celebrate making it through the year <laughs> in a good way. Right. But, <laughs> yeah, we were there. Yeah, yeah, Mikey, you, you were actually on the grill, though, Mike, I weren't you? You were. They were, they were good burgers, by the way. No, but so the some of the mentors were just sharing, I mean, uh, the mentees, the new teachers were just sharing the experience and how they really appreciated being able to be part of the whole program um you know just sitting and talking with a couple of them they said you know i kind of came into this and when i first started i was like what did i do right. but then by about midway through they were like this is amazing this is the best experience ever like i love this and so they didn't want it to go away they didn't want the mentoring to end they were like i don't have to give my mentor up do i <laughs> you can keep them <laughs> do do the do you see a difference between 
between the CTE teachers, you know, coming from, you know, who didn't start off and have just come into the CTE world from their industry. I mean, what sets them apart? Is there, a, do they set themselves apart in when it comes to how they do their job? And what kind of things do they bring to it that a seasoned teacher hasn't? Is there something that they bring that you've noticed? I think just going back to kind of what we mentioned earlier, just that they, they can come in with that real world, mm-hmm. just they can give straight examples of how this applies in the real world, especially I'm thinking of some of the business classes and some of the marketing things that some of the CDE teachers do. Um, one in particular gentleman who is a, he runs a print shop in a high school, you know, in our division, and he comes in with these great ideas and all these opportunities, and the kids are like, you know, who's got them running a print shop, and what a more relevant way to teach about what that looks like and how to run a business because he ran a business and that's what he did and so as a teacher i can speak for myself anyway coming in with elementary school i can talk about all the stuff that i learned about the wars and all the things you know i can apply the math i can share about that but i I don't like i can't do things like that because i haven't run a business and i can't really explain how that connects in directly i can say it does but i think they bring a unique perspective and being able to really just make relevant again the, the learning that they're doing and i think that that's that's an opportunity that a lot of kids may not get if they don't go through a cte experience and i think as from the student side it's a really important way to learn more about yourself and about the world around you in a, in a very modern you know very modern terms All right so on the topic of, of new teachers what is some advice that you might give someone looking to get into the profession as to you know how to make that easy transition to actually becoming a teacher I'd say look for programs. I know a local university that's working on ways to help make that transition for, for a career switcher a lot easier in terms of having support to take the assessments that you need in order to have a full license, um, to be a fully licensed teacher. There are, there are some, they're sort of budding out there. There's not a lot of those kinds of programs, but there are some. Um, look for those things. I would say if you're even considering it, Go and find a teacher or a school that you can just sit in the back and watch and that, see how it's going. No better experience than going oh actually see the real thing, right? Yes, because you don't want to be, you know, shocked when you walk in there like, whoa, all these things are happening. These kids are really working hard and I'm not really sure I can. It's, 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 it's important. I think it's really important to see. That's one of the best things even in my teacher prep program before I was even allowed to go into a classroom. And I was really early on. Um, I went back and. I observed my high school English teacher because I wanted to do that. And I'm glad I did because I did not follow that path. (laughs) But I think it's important just to be able to follow. And if you're somebody who wants to know how to do things to support new teachers, find out what their new teacher program is like. Understand a lot about that because that will help you make the decisions in terms of the the path. If this is really what I want to do or, you know, maybe I just want to help out when I can. Well, that actually kind of t- ties into what we when we talk to the students. Yeah, I was just thinking that, Mike. Exactly like, that's about what we say. You know, we say come in, sign up for one of the programs mm-hmm. that you might be interested in because mm-hmm. you may find out you're not interested in it, and you're not going to know that until you experience it. And just like what you said with your visiting your English teacher, you know that changed your path, mm-hmm. and you could find out that you know you may not be that interested in electricity, but you may find out that you are interested. You see something else, or talk to some other other students find out oh well maybe next year i'll try that one so you can try mm-hmm. different ones that's also the main, one of the main motivation motivational factors i try <laughs> to point out to the kids when we talk to them on the big red bus when we're telling them about and summer, summer politics, politics that's a great like, another lead in yeah. you guys can you know come try for four weeks. in your middle school and you know try some different things out mm-hmm. and see what you like so by the time you you get to high school or you get to middle school when it's time to do that early sign up 
you kind of already know what area yeah again another thing go in. yeah another thing that just keeps you from so that when you get to you know if you chi- choose to go to the po- college path that you're more confident in your decision on which way you're going you mm-hmm. know versus having to change majors you know multiple times you know if you do it now less expense you know no, no expense later expensive expense right so <laughs> right. You, get, you get the experience now and i'm going to think about my high school experience i was fortunate <clears throat> enough that my dad i was fortunate to have a dad that was adamant that i learned how to do a lot of things like change oil on a car do like you know just typical things that maybe most females might not do but had i had an experience to go through a cte program in my high school i may have done it i mean i i I think some of this stuff the robotic stuff is just amazing and i would have loved that kind of thing as opposed to sitting in calculus and just calculating the sum of whatever (laughs) yeah because you know in our our high tech uh, academy course which is at the uh, a center at highland springs Mm -hmm. They, they use math, but not only do they learn about the theory, they apply the theory yes. in experiments. And that's way more. Oh, yeah. That's another level of engagement for Absolutely. the kids right there. It's a lot, yeah, completely. And I would have definitely taken that path over just, you know, an average education path that I took now. So. Right. And I heard uh, a little birdie told me that you're getting some work done on, on your house. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yes, so, trying to do it ourselves. Where's, yeah. the, where's the bird? So <laughs> yeah. Talk about the importance of i guess cte to the community as a whole you kind of already hinted at it absolutely oh my gosh um as i said i was fortunate to learn a lot from my from my dad and my husband is very knowledgeable in the areas of things like that but i mean i it's cool to be able to design things and have all the background in order to make sure it all stands up but like you know really doing it doing the work is really that's important thing people taking pride in the work that they do and the craftsmanship and the I don't know. I just there's something about that in being embedded in the learning process that's just really, really important. And I really wish that more kids had an opportunity to to be part of the programs that can make them successful without having to go to college. And and you know, I actually just read an article the other day about the trade school. You know, kind of what they call the area, and it was um, it was really really focused on you know kids maybe in America shouldn't be going to college all the time maybe we need to really focus them in on more work that can be done where they are and you know just learning a trade and a skill that's really important and impactful in the work they're doing that would be great for the community just in general everything is so you know throw away and go and yeah yeah, yeah we, know, we see those statistics all the time yeah you know you get, you get companies you know in when you're a business in the trades and there's the statistics you see where 80 percent of them can't hire enough people there's not enough people out there for them to hire to get the jobs done that they need to do mm-hmm. you know and all that does is slow us down you know it, it, it's a trickle effect you know mm-hmm. in all you know, through the economy yeah backbone of society this yeah. is literally what these ct makes courses I, are what yeah. i like to say is makes civilization run makes civilization <laughs> run right you're, you're not kidding the, the remodeling was slowed dramatically when we couldn't the guy that we were contracting with because we didn't do the outside of the house but he wasn't able to pull helpers to get him to come and just put siding up i mean people that know how to do that that wow. was really it was, you know months because they couldn't find the right people to get in there so yeah, you're right. Yeah, so CTE is valuable mm-hmm. and necessary, guys. All right, got time to bring yeah. the show to a close. 
I want to thank Miss Angela Stewart for thank coming you. out and hanging out with us uh, in the offices here in our CTE lair, CTE Batcave. <laughs> and uh, I want to thank you guys for listening so much. Be sure to check us out on social media, all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all at the handle Henrico CTE and HenricoCTE.com. No www. Just HenricoCTE.com. <laughs> Or just type it into Google. You can do yeah. that, too. Yeah. And Mike, tell them where they can find the podcast. Uh, Anchor.com, Spotify, Google, Apple, and tons of other places. All right, guys. That's it for us. I'm Rashawn Garnett for Miss Angela Stewart, for Mike Roberts, and for our director, Mac Baton, who is hanging out over there in the corner. <laughs> as cool as a cucumber. <laughs> uh, so long, everyone. I'm Rashawn Garnett. See you later.